Is it a show about everything or a show about nothing? Unrelenting episode 94. Hey, we're into December now, Gene. Oh, my goodness. This whole year just flew right by. It's because unrelenting. It makes everything just go by faster. You enjoy it so much. It's like a savory Mm -hmm. little treat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels like it. Now I'm Darren O'Neill. He's exactly. And how are you today there, Darren? It's a beautiful day here in the city of Chicago. It's raining nonstop. But it's about 40 degrees. So, I mean, that's like a heat wave that's, now. That's beautiful day. 40 and raining. Uh-huh. Welcome to Chicago. It's raining yeah. bullets, too. How you doing, everybody? Yeah, it is raining bullets out there. That's true. I'm always jacking with your that's audio. True. That's right. It's true. It's true. It's true. I was listening to Unrelenting yesterday. I, I didn't mean to. Ooh, whoops. But it was on the No Agenda stream after No Agenda. Mm. And I'm like, Gene always sounds like he's somewhat underwater. And you shouldn't because that's a very bright mic. Yeah. And it's probably just because my signal is so hot, for lack of a better term. Oh, I always tell people that you're always pushing me down, man. It's the sizzle, man. It's the sizzle. Right. I'm like, Uh take Gene and then just totally muffle it up. So it sounds like the teacher from the Peanuts cartoons. So I sound nice and crystal clear. And then Gene says something that's like, it's the way this, you know, there's a, there's a way to fix that in post. Is there? Uh-huh. Totally cut your section out. That's not the way, but okay. Be one way now, but wouldn't it, we could just split the show into two shows. Could could do that. Could we, do that. We or you so could much. actually produce. That'd it, be something. Kind of like two long monologues. Mm-hmm. Oh, I produce, baby. I have got yeah. a audio channel and it is a chain that just goes through. Fortunately, it's all mono and set to you. Yes, we know how that works. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you need stereo for in podcast? Uh-huh. Dude, do you want to do like a Beatles thing where I could be in the left channel and you could be in the right channel? Oh, no, I did that in 2011. And everybody hated it. Yeah, especially when I had done it with five people that were placed in stereo all over the place. Well, see, what you could have done if you had five people is you could have taken full ass uh, of the whole surround sound bit and been like yeah. this. This podcast That's is what only, I did. The podcast was in surround sound. <laughs> and people hated it. I don't understand why. I thought it was really cool. You're like, you can sit right in the middle of this and it would yeah. be like everybody's coming from a different you direction. Pretend you're a microphone on a table surrounded by people. Exactly. And you would get apparently that no one wants to be a microphone. No, that directionality is weird. I think, although I noticed this uh, this morning, I mean, I'm sure I've noticed it before, but this morning, the wife, there was something going on. We're both sitting in the office. She's getting ready to go to work. And all of a sudden I hear like, Bloop. and I'm like, what is that? The signal thing is Gene sending me a message. Is he? Is he off with Elon blasting rockets or something? And there was one of the tones on her phone that I swore was coming from right in front of me from my mm. speaker. And I'm like, I'm thinking about this then like, ooh, is this done intentionally with, with certain tones? Because some of them like a ding is very directional. It's like, I can tell you exactly where that's coming sure. from. But some were very, it's like, well, this is weird. It feels like it's coming from a different direction. You can totally mess with somebody's mind where they think hmm. the sounds are coming from what do you think it is on, on purpose or not i think it may be because think about it then everybody is looking at 
their phone because it's like, was that my phone? You can't tell which phone it's coming from if there's multiple phones around where the ones that are very specific, very directional. Well, you're not Mm -hmm. looking at your phone because you know it's coming from like 15 feet away to your left. Yeah. But the ones that sound like it's coming from right in front of you, you're like, whoa, is this my phone? No. Oh, no. Okay. But you're picking up your phone. You're looking because you're like, I don't want FOMO. You got that fear of missing out. Somebody may be sending me a message or something. My, My tweets might be going viral. Well, just look at your watch. Dude, that was the first time in a while this morning my watch started vibrating and it's like potential spam. Huh. Like I, <laughs> this is the reason why I don't use the Apple phone for anything at all. I've never given the phone number to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like there I know there has to be a way on the watch itself just to be, or not or on the uh, phone itself to block anything that's not in the contacts list which would then mean it would never ring. Yeah. Because that's the annoyance once you get the thing on your wrist is you don't necessarily want those kind of distractions. Like, well, I don't want, I don't care. I don't have never given anybody that phone number. I don't want it to buzz my wrist. Yeah. Especially clients. No, definitely not. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll, I can give that number to like Dale from down under that way. If there's something important mm-hmm. going on that he needs to interrupt during the show, mm-hmm. that would be the way to go. But I'm like, there you like, go. like we got to liven up jeans audio a little bit. Yeah, man, because it's it's noticeable. I told you this, and this is why we should do another recording test, probably, and separate tracks. Uh, that um, when people listen to me on my other podcasts, plural, uh, you have multiple. I sound other way shows. better than I do on yours. <laughs> They're like, why is that? I don't know. Even though you're claiming to be some kind of audio engineer, dude. No, I do, I don't. I just claim to have the right. Uh, little tools which normally fix the stuff in mono for yourself yes <laughs> in my, wait, right why would it, i'm not going into surround sound See, ben rose just doesn't care what he sounds like so that's not an issue <laughs> well he has that he has that high yeah and then larry is subsonic so nothing actually affects his voice i mean you have to really go into the eq on larry and just like totally remove all bass frequencies just so uh-huh. it shows up yeah otherwise it's like the voice of god so i'm like the only normal voice you speak to and uh, lo and behold, it, it, you don't uh, make it sound good. I'm tweaking you as we speak right now, man. Yeah, I can feel you tweaking. <laughs> What's going on out there in uh, you in you Moscow tweaker. this week or in Mexico? Uh, that would be Austin, Texas. Thank you very much. You have working on an arms deal in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Vladimir Zelensky out or uh, Putin this week. I know Only thing I'm working on is a grocery order. Oh, you're doing that. You got to get your food ready, man. Yeah, it's Friday. How many <laughs> bottles of tea are you getting? I was getting 15. I ordered a, a freezer. I think I mentioned that on the last episode, right? Did I? The the dishwasher died. The dishwasher died, therefore you got a freezer? Yeah. Isn't this okay. how it works? Maybe I, I mean, didn't. I got a freezer like a month ago. I it, told you about that. Yeah, maybe I didn't. I, I mean, all these okay. shows just meld into each other. Well, I know, right? The dishwasher died. Hmm. And we went with Lowe's because I had a Lowe's card. Of course. Normally they give you 5% off if you don't want to take their stupid 0% for 12 months. Mm-hmm. And 5% when you're dealing with a few hundred bucks. Well, it yeah. adds up enough to be like, sure. okay, I'll do that. And uh, so we went in. It was like Black Friday sales. Mm. And one of the things was, well, if you buy $800 plus of appliances, mm. you get $100 off. Mm. 
you know, in the dishwasher, the frigid air, that's the same one. I'm like, I know there's there's some insane dishwashers out there now. Mm-hmm. Mine yeah, with the in Bosch. Multiple compartments, stainless steel shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, wait, dishwashers are some of them are like fifteen hundred, two thousand yeah. dollars. And I'm like, mm, they're just washing dishes. Yeah. And not even very well most of the time. Usually, yeah. But I went with the same one that we had the last, which was kind of like the top of the line of this Frigidaire line. So it was like 650 bucks. And I'm going through like that. And the wife's like, well, I thought you wanted a freezer. I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be an appliance. Mm-hmm. So we added like a $250 freezer, which mm-hmm. then was $100 less. It was like $150 freezer. Nice. So that would go in the garage. How big of a freezer did you get? It's seven cubic foot. So not. We got the same one. Really? Is it a high sense? um i know it's a weird brand you know i don't know it may be uh i didn't really pay attention i know you're just looking at it's a freezer i wanted something that was over five and cheap exactly (laughs) that was about my only concern that was my criteria as well i was just free delivery and i was i was just trying to get the discount yeah and that was the same here yeah, it could very well be. I know it was not like a fancy brand name. I know that for a fact, but it doesn't matter because sitting in the garage. Right. Yeah. We could be putting our meat in the same freezer, Gene. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I tell you, my meat is made of rabbits mostly. So I don't know about yours. Well, it's not yours then. It's for your little uh, friend. Yeah. Yeah. But that means I don't need raw rabbits in my freezer in my house now. That would be bad. Well, it wouldn't be bad. I mean, I've been doing that for years, but it's nice to have actual freezer space for like other things now. It like freaks people out when they open up like the fridge Cranberry. and there's a rabbit carcass. Okay, so this is this happened uh about uh two years ago. I had um I had a power outage for like twenty four hours. And in the winter, which is stupid Austin bullshit where they can't figure out how to give you power. Well, you can't. Yeah, exactly. And so the 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 freezer thawed, right? And the only thing that I had in the freezer at the time, which is pretty close to what I have right now, was rabbits and cranberries. Well, they could just go well together. And when when the freezer thawed, the frozen cranberries melted and the rabbits that were sitting on top of the cranberry bags were apparently heavy enough to crush the cranberries. <laughs> so when I opened the freezer door, it was uh, a picture out of a, in fact, I, ha- I took a photo of it because it was like, I have to have this photo. I'm picturing Carrie. It looked like something out of Hitchcock, right? Yeah. Well, I'm picturing Carrie, the movie, yeah. you know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. blood out dripping down. It is because it's, like the cranberries were no longer frozen, but they were still cold to make the 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 liquid kind of gooish. So it looked a lot like blood, and it was just like blood and dead small animals, <laughs> and that's the only thing in the refrigerator, in the freezer side. I was like, oh Jesus Christ, this would be a perfect time for somebody to look through the window wouldn't it you well just i can imagine the original thought when you opened up that door like what the fuck happened Uh uh-huh i'm like they're supposed to be dead how how are they still alive yeah they're scratching (laughs) trying to get their way Uh out Uh uh-huh exactly never put live rabbits in your freezer 
No, no, that's although technically that's kind of how they kill them. Well, you don't have to do it yourself, though. No, no. Well, not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Now I have a freezer. (laughs) Okay, that's a little bit uh, concerning there. Is that what you used to do? Just have a few rabbit traps in the back? Well, I mean, you can't feed a live rabbit to a snake, so something has to kill it. In the wild, they have to eat. They don't get frozen rabbits. I know, but I have a, you know, a domestic snake, so he doesn't really know how to kill things. He's lazy. Well, he's not even lazy. He just doesn't know how to kill things. Well, you should teach him. He's never learned. Isn't that proper? Well, he's not snake very ownership? good at observing either. I'll tell you that. <laughs> what have you tried to teach him that it's like, nope. You yeah. know, I mean, say he's got a bicycle. He never fucking rides it. Wow. What a horrible thing. He's got like a little wheel too. in the training t- wheels on that thing. Even. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you were trying to know. take him out on the recumbent bike. You on yours. <laughs> he on his. <laughs> yes. Yes. The snake was going to ride the recumbent bike. Each with a big flag coming off the back so that we vehicles can see you <laughs> as only you would do because it's safe. Safety uh-huh. first. Yeah. You get <sighs> you and Curry. I swear to get <laughs> that's not bad company to be in. Well, for me mm-hmm. and him, them, maybe mm, smart asses. Yeah. He, he's like, I don't want to be associated with that guy. Yeah. 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 So what's going on, on your end? Yeah, I'm getting a new freezer. Oh, really? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me all about it. Why? Why? How much? Where are you getting it? It's going to be gone. Hopefully by like mid-December. Oh, Jesus. I know. And the dishwasher is supposed to be in maybe this weekend or Monday. Then they'll call Uh, to schedule the the install. Yeah. Oh, you got install as well. You're not doing it yourself. You know, I could, but it's like, I'd rather not. Well, it comes down to if something is done wrong, then. You know, for the, hundred, fault. the right. 150 bucks or whatever it is for the install. Yeah. So that way, if the wood floor in the kitchen gets ruined, you go, hey, Lowe's, mm-hmm. you owe me a new floor mm-hmm. rather than me being responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Because I sure. know it's not that hard of a deal when you're replacing a yeah. dishwasher. Now, if you're doing it for the first time, you have to run electrical, perhaps, mm-hmm. and you're running some lines, of course, for the water. You're running the the exits line for the water yep so that would be a little bit more difficult but eh, i don't want to deal with that Mm -hmm. i'm a podcaster who doesn't see very well so that's right you don't want to play with water and electricity oh is the breaker off i think so that's famous final words right there Mm -hmm. but otherwise it's just just you know hey we're getting ready for the holidays nothing uh, all that exciting did you um let's switch topics did you watch the newsome debates i did not i, I watched just not. a couple of clips i could not stand watching the whole goddamn thing because uh because it's a meaningless you, you know charade. every time one guy opens his mouth it's a lie and every time the other guy opens his mouth it, it, it's a different it lie it's like well it's not so much a lie but i don't know DeSantis just He's not presidential material. That's the problem. It's like he's got presidential ambitions and he's actually a really good governor, but he doesn't he doesn't have the self-confidence, I think. He doesn't have the sizzle, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he doesn't have the sizzle. No, no, he just he looks like just your average dude who found himself in front of a camera. And he's like, uh Yeah, so uh what do I talk about? He's not very eloquent. 
Yeah, eloquent, but I think it just comes down to self-confidence. You know, there's, he, he looks literally, every time he's in front of the camera, he looks like it's his first time in front of the camera. And that does not make people want to vote for him. Well, the U.S. presidency is a popularity contest, much like um, in high school. You know, the U.S. president is really the homecoming king. So you have to, and this, you know, this, this is what we learned about John Kennedy and why a much less talented, less qualified person won versus Nixon. Well, that was the original television debate causing people being able to see the president rather than just hear or hear, read his yeah. words. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this opened up a whole brand new style of politics. Mm -hmm. because image all of a sudden mattered a lot when you go back well, in history this, this is what happens when you give ago. women the vote <laughs> gene at sirgene.com mm -hmm. and still nobody emails but now if it was a woman running then you would <laughs> totally gene's <laughs> like no, i'm going for the hot one totally for president yeah no i i don't really need nuclear war every <laughs> every 28 days or so well so you think that would just be it that time of the month, bow, you think hit it that wouldn't button. be it. Hit that button. I don't know. Uh -huh. I don't know. But uh, Putin told me I was fat. But you are fat. Uh, <laughs> boom. Nuclear war. Uh huh. Hey, I have seen weirder things happen. So if you finally get yeah. to that point. So I don't know. So uh, Newsom claims he's not running and DeSantis is running, but not on the ballot so it's an interesting debate right these two guys who have no chance <laughs> are arguing with each other because yeah desantis unless uh, donald trump is gone from yeah. this planet yeah because I, I don't even think going to jail would stop the well no i don't think it would and the here's the interesting thing i don't think there's anything in the constitution that says somebody that is currently incarcerated cannot oh, be yeah. elected totally yeah which means instantaneous and here's the thing if they mm -hmm. put donald trump in jail because of the yeah. fact that there's nothing in the constitution that says if you're incarcerated you, you it doesn't keep you from running then yeah. people will ensurely vote for him so he can in, the minute he's elected he gives himself a pardon and walks well, right he can't on out pardon himself but he could hand over his presidency as they usually do when they get medical things done to the VP who could immediately pardon him and then give him his presidency back. Yeah. 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 I think there's, there was some debate on whether a president could in fact pardon himself or herself. I don't think this is a clear cut and dry thing that they cannot. It's never been done because it's never been done. And it's, I, I think it won't ever be done for a reason, which is, uh, if you do that, it immediately becomes a court case and uh, no court will want to touch it. So it's going to go to the Supreme Court who also will not Supreme want to touch it and they will not want to touch it. And if nobody wants to touch it, it's I don't know, it, it's it wouldn't that be a smart thing. I think it's much cleaner just to to come in for a wart removal procedure hand over in jail <laughs> hand over your presidency to the veep who instantly pardons you and then you get to be president an hour later and you go oh no no i didn't want them to do that mm -hmm. oh but since you did you have to really trust but, uh, the vice also president. i i mean 
how much temptation would there be to really have fun with executive orders if he ends up in jail? This is true. Uh, I would like the uh, the FBI and uh, the U.S. Army to surround this jail and uh, take every single person in for sedition. I mean, it's like you're you can't you can't do that. Like, like it, if there isn't a law, it should exist that basically says if you are in jail for anybody who's in jail and you win a national election, you get out of jail because the will of the people always needs to supersede law. Now, do you go right laws are back? only meant to enforce the will of the people? And if the will of the people has changed, then the laws have to as well. Do you go right back to jail after your term's over? Well, see, that's where, yeah, I think <laughs> there might be an issue because uh, you're, uh, you may have, uh, that would make for a hell of a presidency, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, you're the most powerful leader in the world, theoretically, after Putin. And then you're, uh, you're going to have to go back to prison right after you're done. Uh-huh. And, you know, unless you have somebody that will then give you a pardon because you can't right, do it yourself. Right, right. I mean, what if we just do that for all presidents? I'm up for that. Every, I'm, I'm totally for that. That's part of the deal like of being part president. Part of the package is you become president. You can have up to two terms and you live out the rest of your life in prison. Yeah. As they all should because they're Because we know George Bush definitely should have, the original George Bush, that Billy Bob Clinton definitely should have that uh, the second George Bush absolutely should have Barack Obama is not even the real person. So he definitely should have. And then, uh, you know, Trump, they're working on um, the current guy. I mean, there's not, not nothing there. I think it might. He, he should be in an insane asylum, not prison. Yeah. But Bill married to Hillary. Isn't that kind of worse than prison? It is. I mean, that's that's the one thing that really makes me pretty much forgive everything about Billy oh, Bob <laughs> is that would you not do worse if you were married to her? Probably. Yeah. I mean, you'd be you'd be liable to kill multiple people as a result of that. Marriage. It could lead you to that. Uh huh. He tried to eat his feelings. You know, he went to the, the he went eat to it. Burger King and yeah, yeah. Bill O'Reilly told a story last night that he went to a Yankee game once sitting in the owner's box and he had uh, Bill Clinton on one side of him and mm -hmm. Henry Kissinger on the other. And he's like, I wish I could have recorded that conversation because mm. I can only imagine that would have been interesting. I had a conversation with a friend of mine that was in town for Thanksgiving. We went and had some coffee and he relayed a story to me, which I kind of sort of heard before, but with more details about how he had ended up meeting um larry king and uh uh who's the other guy it's a good question fascinating story yeah no, larry it was, king uh, and ross perot ross perot yeah i'm h ross you're the boss mm -hmm. and um he was at the time a young man uh smitten with a young mormon girl and of course the mormon girl was trying to tell him well you know you can have me as soon as you become a mormon because that's how it works and so as part of his whole like pre-conversion therapy or whatever they call that 
um, he was going through this, like you have, you, you ask a lot of questions of the leaders in the religion, blah, blah, blah. The long story short is from the local Mormon temple there, the, whoever the head of it is, I'm not sure what the, the Mormon levels are, uh, not familiar, but, um, that dude says, Hey, um, you know, the, uh, the head of the Mormon church, who's not the head anymore. This was like 25 years ago, um, is going to be in town. And, uh, would you like to come by and, and, uh, listen to him? And my buddy goes, well, yeah, I mean, that'd be interesting, but really I'd love to ask him a couple of questions. And so the, this local Mormon guy says, let me see what I can do. So he, um, he ends up going to the event where this guy's speaking and he said it wasn't very big. It was maybe there's maybe only, uh, you know, 70, 80 people there. Um, and pretty much like high ups in the Mormon church. And then a bunch of people that, as he later found out that were going up in the line to speak with him. And then he was waved over to go speak to this guy. And he was in the line of about five, six people. So, uh, one of the people in the line was Larry King. The, another person in the line was Ross Perot. Uh, and then he had the, um, uh, the, uh, I'm not even sure what his title is. I guess the, the Emirati king of emirates i don't know what he is the king of the arab emirates yeah yeah a the head of the uh and 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 then he had yeah and so basically my buddy in his 20s total nobody in a line of a handful of people to talk to the head of the mormon religion with all these dignitaries and he said that uh ross bro asked larry king um you know what what he's gonna talk to him about and larry said that uh apparently his his like daughter or somebody is dating a mormon and she insisted that he come to this thing so he wasn't even all that interested in it didn't want to be there nope and ross Perot, who if you remember larry king kind of brought him larry king said hey well what do you think about running for president which kind of was the moment that Ross said, that's a good idea, Larry. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Get that and, baby. That's some more money. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I can. I have a chart mm-hmm. that I prepared. Let me show you. <laughs> he was entertaining. Let me tell he you. He was a great guy. I, I like him. He, had, he built a hell of a company too with EDS. Uh, later HP bought him. But um, so anyway, so my, my buddy ends up uh, like overhearing those two guys. And then, you know, I, he, said a few things to him, but obviously didn't get to into any deep conversations with him because they're all standing in line to talk to somebody else. But he just found it fascinating that he somehow managed to ring him himself into a line of people that uh, clearly he was not in the, the same league as. You guys like, who are you? Yeah, it's like you're being received by royalty and everybody else is a knight. And you're, you're an American. You're like, what's <laughs> going on here? Mm-hmm. 
Now, did he ask a question? Did he get all of the life's answers? He did. He did. He said, I I have to paraphrase because I don't remember the exact question, but it's something that the dude didn't like answering something to the effect of, um, you know, how do you know that, that you're really the true prophet of the religion? Like, you know, the obvious answer is, well, God told me so. Well, how do you know it was God talking to you and not Satan? I checked his ID. Yeah. Right. I mean, that'd be the kind of thing <laughs> you and I would say, but, right. uh, yeah. So he, uh, he, he, his time was not very long in speaking with the head of the church. Got ushered right out. Yeah. And I think he got ushered right out of any possibility of marrying that uh, Mormon gal. <laughs> the relationship was gone as well. It's like, yeah, you, you, well, you, you just go on ahead and don't worry about, you know, so I'm guessing then he went and found a nice uh, Latvian Orthodox girl. Well, that would have been a smart thing for him to do. Um, but uh, no, he ended up marrying a uh, a California gold digger that divorced him and took his kids. Yeah, not as good as Latvian Orthodox. <laughs> no, definitely not. What draws you to the religion? The hats mainly. <laughs> the hats. Hey, you got to have a Seinfeld reference for your bingo card. There it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's a a very good point um we can't neglect the bingo card holders net net says the mormon levels are degrees of glory that seems a little weird is it really what they call them that's a weird thing yeah but hey i'm not a mormon so i can't judge well you know the head of the republican uh party is uh, mormon mitt what mitt no not the mitt the romney's mitt's uh, niece right rana yeah mcdaniel mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of Mormons out there. There are a lot of Mormons, and I I generally like Mormons because they're polite and they don't drink your booze. Well, I don't either, so <laughs> we have that in common. Hey, would you like to get together and not drink? Yeah, see, I thought that's, that's maybe where that's the Mormon line, line was right going. There. That you know, Larry King had a flask and uh, mm-hmm. offered the head of the Mormon religion. Hey, want a little snort? That would be pretty funny. And then I had to relay my story about how. Uh, one of my favorite stories was um, when Seinfeld came on Larry King. You remember that? Kind of. Yeah. So it was right when Seinfeld wrapped. It was immediately post his last episode. The guy had been basically sitting on, you know, seven years of winning Emmys and like best show ever. Biggest audience of any TV network goes on Larry King. Larry King King famously uh i guess he's famous for not reading any notes about the people he was interviewing um he liked to go off the cuff he like yeah he'd like to just riff and not reading anybody's books which was great well yeah because that so, takes time it does yeah, who has time well, uh, that not was Larry fun- king yeah that was because well, funny he's- enough that was uh marjorie taylor green was mm-hmm. on o'reilly yesterday pumping her new book pimping her yeah. new book oh she's on everybody doing that right now and he's like yeah your people didn't even she says about her book and he's like yeah your people wouldn't even send me the book mm-hmm. so it's like that's maybe that's a whole new level well what like he'd pretend to read it he'd have somebody read it for him right let's be real well of course anyway so he was seinfeld's on larry king larry starts the interview with something like i'm paraphrasing i'm going off memory but it's something like so you you had to know when you started the show that you know eventually all things come to an end 
Um, so, you know, were you anticipating they would cancel you? <laughs> and the, the look on, on uh, Jerry's eyes was like, the fuck? How, what? <laughs> they didn't. And he's like, well, uh, no, we actually, uh, you know, we decided to end the show at, we were at the height of popularity. And every question after that, just dug Larry deeper into the deeper hole because it, it demonstrated that he, he has no idea who Jerry is. He's never heard of him. He's never seen him. He clearly doesn't watch television in general. Right. right. And, uh, and it, it, it's like somebody said, oh, we're going to book a fluff piece for you after this next interview. You know, we're going to have this comedian who had a yeah. television show. Yeah exactly exactly so he's like so you know you're gonna go back to doing stand-up now that you don't have a day job you know stuff like that and it was like it was painful but hilarious it was watching a car crash in real time and jerry actually lost it i mean jerry was like <laughs> i i don't know why i'm here i not they clearly didn't tell you anything about me. So I'm really not sure why I'm here at this interview. This whole thing wasn't a bit. Cause that sounds like it would have been a no. great bit. It would have been, if it would have been a bit, I think they would have made it go a little over the top. Like most bits end up doing. <laughs> Cause they want to push it beyond the edge. This was right at the edge and it looked extremely realistic. And I don't think Larry is that good of an actor to <laughs> do the straight man. He's basically boratting this interview, right, right? Right. He's like, or, or not a borat. He's like Ali Jean. This interview, you remember Ali G, right? That character. Yes. They they got to talk to uh, a lot of politicians, and uh, somehow got through booking, and then he would ask absolutely retarded questions from for the politicians, or not, you know, mispronounce something. But then not just mispronounce it, but use it in the wrong context. Well, you're trying to trigger the other side with. Yeah. Yeah. It's some it's some interesting comedy. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's it's the uh, just an evolution of the you know, jerky boys. I mean, to be fair, it's we plan prank, on cr- prank call. Right. It's a prank call situation it's like. Hey, let's get a rise out of somebody by pretending something stupid and then it'll be funny. Well, it is, it is the most base of funny. Um, and I don't mean based in the modern sense that the kids use the word. I mean, in the just slightly above, not funny. It's the base level of funny. Everything else is funnier than that level. And, uh, it, it takes very little skill and it's done at the expense of the other person. Cause you're literally laughing at them, not with them. Um, but you could do it non-scripted. You could do it with super cheap camera equipment. And this is why YouTube is chock full of pranks. Now the, the right. ones that I really enjoy, and you've seen these, I'm sure is, um, when they do a prank and it fails, like they do something that is like race baiting in a Walmart to a black dude. And the black dude either punches him in the face <laughs> first immediately or pulls out a gun and says, say that again. And then immediately was like, oh, we're doing a prank. It's just a prank, just a prank, just a prank. And, uh, 
those are actually funny because in that situation, the, the comedian is the one that we're laughing at, not the bystander. Yeah. When things go horribly wrong, people like when things go horribly wrong, Mm -hmm. makes it more fun. I mean, I tried calling the president once, but then I got scared and hung up. This was, this was back in the day. So this sounds like a Stephen Wright joke. No, I wish it was. This was probably total deadpan expression. I tried to call him the president once. It was like 13, 13, Mm -hmm. 14 years old. So this is going back into the Reagan years, 83. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this was when bulletin boards were starting to come into fruition. Mm -hmm. And you could find a lot of weird stuff on bulletin boards. Sure. You could beyond all the lists of the sprint and uh, like those other phone companies that were around at the time the calling card numbers which yep. were plentiful mm-hmm. then you had the things like the anarchist so that's cookbook. where your torn habits started i see probably yeah <laughs> yeah the all those text files that nobody wanted uh-huh. you to have the anarchist cookbooks you figure out how to make bombs and all that yeah. kind of stuff but there was also a lot of other weird information including there was a phone number that was posted mm-hmm. that was allegedly because this, again, going way back, technology was not where it was today. There was a phone number that was allegedly a hotline yeah. to get through to the president. Mm-hmm. Could have been total bullshit. I don't know. But sure enough, this is the red phone. Probably this is the red phone. But somebody else answers because, you know, he has secretaries. Mm-hmm. But call this number. And as described, the voice on the end of the phone said, signal (laughs) not hello not how you doing Mm -hmm. signal yes and it said to say i would like to speak to the president so i did Mm -hmm. who's calling (laughs) i don't know i'm i'm thinking about everything i've learned reading the papers and all this and Uh i'm like george schultz (laughs) one moment mr schultz went on hold hung up the phone never called back Don't know. Is I mean, it, if I would have stayed in the on, days before caller ID, yes, if I would have stayed on the phone, maybe thirty seconds longer, might have had Ronnie being like, "Hey, what's going on?" Mm-hmm. No, it'd be more like, "Hey, George," uh, you know, like the not the pretend voice of the nice old man, right? But the actual voice of Ronald Reagan. What's going on? Did we bomb him yet, George? Did you pull that trigger? Did we personally? kill those motherfuckers? Did we kill them? Good. Tell me, uh-huh. George. Did we kill them? That was one of the best bits in Saturday Night Live that I remember. Phil Hartman as Ronald Reagan doing the switcheroo where when he's got a guest in his office, he's doing, well, you know, the whole Ronnie, nice old man thing. Right. And as soon as the door closes, he straightens up and starts talking fast, smoking a cigarette and, uh, you know, yelling out uh, kill orders into the phone. (laughs) It was great. It was was very, God, that guy was such a good actor. He was. Phil Hartman was a genius. Uh, And he's such a bad at choosing women. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of us that have that uh, same feature. Well, the kids killed them. Right. Well, this is the rarity. That's that's a very bad choice. That's only like one-tenth of one percent, if not less than that. that I think it's probably more like 30% these days. Really? You think so? It sure seems like it, based on my friends. A lot of serial killing women. Wait, you have how many friends have been killed by their wives? Well, I used to have a third more than I do today. Okay, so one. Uh Uh-huh. Statistically speaking. Statistically speaking, that's one-third. Mm-hmm. But that was, yeah, back in the day, no caller ID. Uh-huh. 
none of the security measures that they have now. Yeah. And I wish I would have still had that phone number, although it would, there'd probably be no way to look yeah, it up. You don't think they changed the deal. Oh, no, I'm sure they would have. But it's like you would wonder if there was like a record somewhere in history. I mean, I guess I could look that up if they're because really just. Kind yeah, of there's actually for, a clip of your voice from uh, 45 years ago at the FBI. Yeah. At 13, I sounded exactly the way I do now. So, I mean, it's totally believable that I wasn't like, I'd like to speak to the president, please. Yeah. I wonder if uh, that's why Bozo got taken off the air. Maybe took him out. Yeah. They were like, hey, did you call the president? Could have. In a Darren O'Neill voice. No, I didn't. Aha. Uh-huh. That's him. Back in the day. Uh, when there WGN, were nine- you're going to have to find a new Bozo. You need a new clown. <laughs> That was back in the day when there were nine, seven, six numbers like call up for 39 cents a minute. Mm. You can talk to a girl. Ooh. <laughs> you know, that still exists. Today. It's just called OnlyFans. Is it? That's different, right? Uh-huh. And That's it's literally the same thing. Making a lot more money on the OnlyFans, hey, too. Have you not touched a girl in like ever? Would you like to pretend? give us some money? Right. <laughs> we're still not going to let you touch a girl. That's right, way off right. the table. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that was the whole breakdown of an article somebody sent me on Taylor Swift, that it was all like the female version of incel that the girls don't want. I'm like, oh. I, like, I don't buy that, but I do. Did believe- you watch all the videos about Taylor Swift that I put up? No, I saw them. I have never. I didn't get around. Oh, my God. To watching those. Jeez. I mean, it's all garbage and it's I don't like watching any of the personal the next Taylor Swift video I want to watch. It's all garbage. You have no idea what's in there. You didn't watch any of it. It's all. I think thing about Taylor Swift is usually garbage. Oh, no, no, no. This is not garbage. No, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's really good stuff. <laughs> High quality stuff. Yeah, it's it's talking about the cult and uh, the witchcraft practices that they have. Ooh, I like witchcraft. That's fun. Are they, yeah. are well, they trying to sell Bill O'Reilly's damn videos? Book? If I tag you in the video. Okay, I'll look you know, I upload about 500 a day. So if I tag you, it means it's relevant to you. Oh, okay. You are curating the videos that I need to watch. Correct. And instead of just emailing them, which I like, I'm happy to start just putting all those into direct messages for you (laughs) instead of online. Is this part of Bill O'Reilly selling is killing the witches book? Is this this is the Taylor Swift thing part of that? You should watch and find out. Okay, I will. It'd be witchcraft. I I do still find it funny that. People are like, oh, no, she's only going out with the uh, football player for money. It's like they don't have no, enough money not. to pay her. Come on. No, she's only going out for songs. Yeah, that's the reality. It's for she's- a lot of things, but not money. It's like to me it, saying Taylor Swift is doing something for money yeah. is like seeing Elon Musk at the dealership and slipping him 100 to get a better right. car. Yeah. Wow. He's like, what the fuck is this? Um. <laughs> Yeah, so the, did you at least see the uh, Babylon B article about it? Yes. Yeah, I did okay. think that was. Uh, Taylor Swift dumps Travis Kelsey for face paint boy. Yeah, and this this stuff with the it's racist to paint your face is bullshit. I mean, yeah, the, the audacity of the skinny white dude that wrote the article about how this this super racist boy not just a regular racist super racist boy right is wearing indian head garb and painted his face black to insult black people no no half red and half black. as it turns out the reality is this is a native american boy who is at the chief's game and painted his face red and black 
Yeah. And by the way, it is historically traditional for a lot of Native American tribes to paint their faces black. Racists, all of them, racists. These fucking idiots, man. It's like just regurgitating pablum that they were fed in college. Yeah. As though it were fact. Well, and you know, the kid is a huge fan, so he's doing it to honor the team. So it is not right. with any intent of like, I'm he's making native fun fucking of. American uh-huh. he can wear any hat he wants, including that one. Because otherwise you are culturally appropriating. My him. God. Yeah. Well, luckily, I also am native American. How, what percentage? And, uh, huh? What percentage? Uh, it's it's actually coming through my Polynesian DNA oh. percentages. I see. Because we're technically, you can't tell the difference between uh, Polynesian DNA and Native American DNA of the Western tribes. Mahalo. So, exactly. Um, so, consequently, I was able to go to a Native Americans only uh, peace pipe ceremony in um, uh, Pipestone, which is done once a year. And how do they check you whether you have the right lineage do i not look like i'm authentic (laughs) you are so authentic it is scary (laughs) exactly and and so i still have that pipe somewhere um i kept it in the car for a long time because that pipe is actually designated as a religious um religious is it an uh, artifact implements i don't know what you call it it's part of the religion that you can't discriminate against regardless of what's in the pipe Oh, I got you. So this is Mm -hmm. part of your religion. So if you were smoking adrenochrome, they're like, okay, exactly. It's, it's like, look, my people have been smoking adrenochrome for millennia. Okay. So you, you can't, you can't be going after me for that. You can't stop me. Well, they can stop me, but they can't, they, they have to let me go eventually. But the whole concept of the face painting thing is Mm -hmm. ridiculous. And this again just brings you down to the slippery slope that we've been on by when the microaggressions, when that whole kind of talk started, you knew you were done. Mm-hmm. You knew you were done. So it was like, well, no, he looked at me with his eyebrow one quarter raised. You well, know what put that your micro penis away and don't let the microaggressions bother you. Uh-huh. It's like, well, you're also not being uh, prepared for life i talked about on random thoughts r-a-n-d-u-m-b thoughts.com mm-hmm. the high school here in the chicago area evanston yeah that is allowing the hispanic and black students to decide if they want mm-hmm. to be in other classes with only black or hispanic students go racism uh-huh now they don't allow they don't allow this for the asians who are five percent of that community who mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. The case could be made that they are the biggest minority here, so maybe they would mm-hmm. benefit the most. Yeah. But you also, if you're a white student, you can't say, hey, wait, I don't want to be with the black kids and Hispanic kids. Mm-hmm. I want to be in an all white class. No, because that's racist. But the blacks are no, the Hispanics. No, no, no. That's, bull- that's bullshit. If I'm the white student, I would not want to be in a class with Asian kids. I right. definitely want to be in the class with the Hispanic and the black kids. They're ruining the curve. They're too smart. Exactly. You, you got it. It's like Joe Biden uh, with his one of his famous quibs is like don't don't call the poor people stupid referring to blacks yeah i mean it's like whoa 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 no we weren't doing that mr president but you are yeah you just said it (laughs) but i want i'm like well okay you know then this is going to 
follow through into college campuses. But I want to know what then these kids do when they hit real life, when they get to a company and like, well, we don't want to share. You know know exactly what they do. They get a black uniform and they go out in the street and yell at cops and they become Antifa, right? That is the only thing that happens. I'm like, these people that think this is a good idea. Do they think yeah. having like three Burger Kings next to each other are good for ones for white, ones for black, ones for Hispanic? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Now, hold up. That means everybody gets served faster. I don't see where the problem is. <laughs> You're like more Burger Kings are good. I mean, don't let racism get in the way of practical. Yeah, don't. Right. Don't let racism get in the way of me getting my quarter pounder with cheese faster. Or better than, curve on the crates. Uh-huh. This is exactly it. Uh-huh. But this does not really go along the lines of everybody should be able to live in harmony together. The separate concept just doesn't work. You're not preparing people for the real world, and it is not living up to the ideals that everybody should be treated equally because you can't be treated equally if you're especially like, well, no, no, the color of your skin is this, then you could have this class if you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, your color of skin's different? Well, you could have that class if you want. It's mm-hmm. insane that racism is now the answer for, well, racism. Yeah, it's I don't think they know what the word means. Exactly. Speaking I, of Joe Biden's racism, did you watch that little video that uh, Babylon B did on? Um, it basically took a lot of the nonsense gibberish that Joe Biden speaks and made a movie out of it. No, but that's like sounds- a cowboy movie, like a 1950s cowboy action flick where the main character only speaks in Joe Biden idioms. That's scary. It was hilarious, man. It was hilarious because it, it had the, uh, a, a, you know, a black cowboy in there that Joe Biden was constantly managing to be racist to, even though they're like, he's supporting him and he's buddy and everything. I saw a fantastic episode of the Rifleman last night. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr., a black gun cowboy. Yes. How fortuitous. And the guy, I'm guessing because I know he'd done other Westerns with the Rat Pack in that. Mm -hmm. He was the sharpshooting work with Buffalo Bill. He was doing things like fast draw spinning the gun doing all the crazy gun shit you've ever seen like one Mm -hmm. of these trained cowboys do Mm -hmm. he was doing that and we know at the time there was no cgi there was no no so he was doing this stuff and it was like damn this guy could handle a gun like a a professional now i wonder if if he was completely drunk or he decided (laughs) to not drink for a day i don't know it was sammy one or the other I know Dean didn't drink nearly as much as everybody thought they did. Sinatra probably drank more. Yeah, Sinatra absolutely drank more. And I've never yeah, really I heard much there was, with Sammy. In Nate Sammy's memoirs, he actually complained about how the, the other guys were constantly pressuring him to drink, even though he weighed half as much as they did. Right. Oh, yeah. He was a small dude. Yeah. He's a little, a little tiny Ethernopian. Yeah. In, this, in the show, you could really see that when the son in the show... And the rifleman stands next to Sammy Davis Jr. And it's like, wow, you are so same, little same guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Sammy was very little. Mm-hmm. Well, but, just like his son, Prince. All right. It was that they kind of have a similar look. They were both musical geniuses. Yeah. Sammy was really 
beyond a lot of what Sammy was. Know. Let's face it. He was the most uh, actually talented of the Brad Pack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not to say the other guys weren't like good, but Sammy actually was talented. I mean, he could dance. He can yeah. do impressions. He can sing. Put on white face. Well, right. Now that this again is where Megan Kelly lost her job. Yes. Talking about the blackface. Now, if somebody as a kid growing up was like, wow, I love Sammy Davis Jr., man. I mm-hmm. want to be just like a little white kid. And then Don, Don's a costume mm-hmm. and wants to darken his skin a little bit because yes. he loves Sammy Davis Jr. That's right. Well, you're a racist, kid. Well, either that or you become the uh, president of Canada. Yeah. Yeah, then uh, poor Canadians, man. Justin Trudeau. I mean, poor Canadian. They deserve it. They're too nice. They deserve that. Would you trade Joe Biden for Justin Trudeau? No. God, no. No, you would not. So you're looking at this like, huh? No, no. still wouldn't do that. Now I would no, trade. That, I mean, people are going to hate this. I mean, at least a few of yeah. that listening. But who are we, what are we trading? I would totally trade Biden for uh, Putin. Oh, no, no brainer on that one. I mean, because we Dude, still have Putin some protection. was running this country, yeah. our economy would be up 5% instead of down 20%. Uh, we would have great hockey, religious protections. Yeah. We wouldn't have pedophilia. Uh, we would have a military that is the best in the world. The I mean, it's like there's so many have. pros to him running the, the country. It, it's crazy. He's like, pedophile, you're going to the front line. Yeah. See you later. Dude, there's nobody tougher on socialists than him. You know, he had to deal with those people his whole life. And uh, he wouldn't put up with all the woke nonsense that's going on. Well, and it is nonsense. And you're seeing that the Israeli thing is making for some interesting revelations for people. Uh, Julianne Margulies. Must be nice to sit on the sidelines. Right. It always is. Uh Julianne Margulies. You know, the well, the Irish have had their own issues and uh, <laughs> God bless Shane McGowan finally went to heaven at age 65. Uh-huh. That guy was a poet. He said he was afraid to join the IRA. That's why he went into music and happy he mm-hmm. did because he made some good music. Mm-hmm. But Julianne Margulies talking to one of these woke crowds was basically, I mean, you want to talk Seinfeld losing it. She's like, hey, all you they themers. Go to Gaza. They will fucking cut your head off. Mm-hmm. Know what you're supporting. Why are you supporting this? And like, yeah. Like people are morons. They are morons. And unfortunately, there's quite a few of them on the social. Yeah, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They are everywhere. I mean, that's not unique. But but what the hell? I'd like, why would you listen to no agenda if you're a moron? I don't know. Well, maybe you th- you're looking for very certain things. I guess. I don't know. And I think this is why their show did very well under COVID because it was a very clear thing. They were telling you that the virus was not crazy dangerous to most people, to some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they died, but they also do in bad flu season. The grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. and the nursing homes are not safe from that. Yep. They talked about alternate treatments. A lot of people were pro that. They talked about how the vaccines are, in fact, dangerous to a lot mm-hmm. of people. And it is a case of people want to tune in to have their feelings and their ideas 
echoed back to them. Yeah, validated. Sure. I'm sure you run into the same thing on your show. When you say things that people disagree with, then they get very mad. Like, why are you why are you giving us liberal talking points? I wouldn't know because I never get feedback. (laughs) Nobody ever talks. Maybe nobody listens. Nobody. I'll have to listen to a few shows just to give you feedback. You probably should. You you come up with some feedback. That would be that would be helpful. Um, Plus, you can hear what my voice is supposed to sound like. Okay, maybe we'll hear what I'll do is I'll take one of your when you do a new episode, mm-hmm. I'll take that episode and then I will intersplice my own voice and it'll be called yeah. Surging Speaks and then I disagree. There you go. There you go. That would be good. So that's actually touching on an idea. I, I was having here the other day, which is um, the most popular format on YouTube videos is reaction videos. Oh, yeah. How well do you think reaction videos to podcasts would go? Well, it would like kind if I of pick be, a podcast and then the video on YouTube is just me reacting in to the podcast. Are you familiar with, with podcast? Sir Carl from who are these podcasts? No, he is a longtime no agenda guy. Mm-hmm. Had him on, talked to on a few different shows and they do a show called who are these podcasts audio only. Yeah but they take clips from podcasts and rip them. So, I mean, mm-hmm. kind of what you're talking about here. Yeah. Except without the ad advertising revenue. Well, they were value for value for a long time. Then he did do, and it was funny because the first ads who are these podcasts and Bemrose loved that show, but mm. the no agenda stream, yeah. even though it was sir, Carl, the minute yeah. you have advertising that can't run because we don't do shows on the stream. I've heard lots of ads on no agenda stream there. Are, now it's the, people in the show reading from alleged people that listen to the show rather than, Hey, because the, the first ads that who are these podcasts got mm-hmm. were from one of these ball shaving companies like, Oh yeah. Manscaping yeah, the ball shavers. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So that's an obvious, that's not like, hi, you know, I am a net net. I have a company that I will shave your balls. Mm-hmm. No, it was, <laughs> there is a manscaping. You never told us that. <laughs> well, hey, things are bad in Detroit. He's got to make a little bit of extra cash for the holidays. You never know what's Working going as on. a ball shaver. Mm-hmm. So there is, yes, there are some loopholes, which is if you get a donation. His nickname Sling Blade. <laughs> somebody mentioned something, then yes, you, you can hear that. But there are... Uh, and that's an interesting concept because it's funny. I mean, it's always your ma- you, a reaction to a podcast going like, huh, well, this is good. Well, that's no fun. No, it has to be a podcast that you're going to rip on and make fun yeah, of. Of course. But I think that totally works either for and that's what they're doing on YouTube for YouTube videos. A ton of people do that. I don't know if I've ever seen. Well, here's do. what I was thinking. And, you know, I'm lazy, so I may not do it. But here's my thought. It was. You basically pick a podcast to rip, I mean, to, you know, study and analyze and, right. and talk about, and, um, and then you create an AI art of a podcaster and you use that as though that's what that person actually looks like. Cause you got to have something visual on YouTube, right? So you, not only are you ripping on the podcast, but you're, you're using a cartoon image that you pulled out of thin air to describe this person. Talking. And it's not going to be a flattering image, is it? Well, is AI art ever? Um, yes. Every now and then. Okay. For, I guess it would be for you because you only put one single thing into the art generator, which is Taylor Swift. And you've got about 400 <laughs> words to fine tune it. 
So you actually get stuff to come out that looks like it's not an album cover. And that way you've got your own little personal. You no, know, it creates nice photos on AI. I'm sure you can make them seem horrible. I think that's the default. I don't know. Maybe you're uh-huh. using the wrong thing. I just use stable diffusion. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I'm using Q. Ooh. So you're going to take the audio then you're going to have a representation of the podcaster or podcasters right and then you're going to have yourself in well you're going to be the main one because in a reaction video the main video is you not the so you just have a little screen and then Mm -hmm. you're like whoa and you're going to have pretend that you're surprised because like you haven't heard it before heard it before because it's all just coming from submissions that i've never heard these podcasts which is true because i don't listen to podcasts Maybe that would work. Yeah. I'm I don't sure, know. I just sure somebody has to be doing I keep it. I'm trying already. to come up with things to do on YouTube because YouTube like grows you way faster and generates way more money than podcasts. But it doesn't have the same panache. Yeah. When you say I'm a YouTuber versus I'm a podcaster, people know that if you're a tuber, you can afford clothes. <laughs> the other is you've taken a vow of poverty. And the other one just wears a bathrobe all day long. Yes. That's well, you do that or an Adidas tracksuit. Hey, 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 hey I hey, wear hey, an hey. Adidas tracksuit. That's not a bathrobe. <laughs> Isn't it kind of from a certain uh, cultural aspect? Isn't that? No, kind it's of- a sporting uniform. I'm a sportsman. I am a sportsman. I do sports ball things. Mm-hmm. 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 But I could see that working in small little clips of. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'd have to. These would be YouTube shorts, like 30 seconds, 60 seconds, not any longer than 60 seconds. Because that's more like a TikToker, though. Exactly. That's where the money is. Oh, you're going on to TikTok? You really are? They TikTok paying out on people? Uh, no, no, I'm no, guessing no, no, they no, must no, be. No, no. I'm saying YouTube Shorts is a ripoff of TikTok. Right. But YouTube Shorts pays. That would make sense. And it's amazing how many views these little short, little clippy things get. You look at some of them and you're like, 36 million views. I was like, well, son of a bitch, that guy just made $36. <laughs> right. Because that's about what you're getting. Yeah, but they make 20 clips a day. Right. That's real money, man. That's more than most people make. But I can't stand watching short clips. I mean, if they're well done, I don't mind them because you you have to do it to really truly encapsulate the full story arc into 60 seconds. Which Um, is, it it is a skill. I will give you that. It's definitely a skill. It's a, it's like. The editor is the one to give praise to that point, not the actual person in the video. Because, um, you know, somebody who is in the video that whose channel it is, uh, generally lacks the skills to edit their own videos well. And for the love of God, if you run a channel that has full length content, Mm-hmm. do not put the shorts on the same channel i have well, how else are you supposed to get reach man come on that's how that's where i unsubscribe there is nothing <laughs> worse than like the one race car driver kenny wallace i enjoy uh-huh. watching his shows he you know gives his viewpoints on the racing scene and he has an interview show which is very interesting but if he does an hour interview with somebody i want to watch the whole hour that's fine Mm-hmm. What I don't want to see is that broken up into 75 different one minute clips mm. and interspersed because then I can't find the main content easily. 
Yeah. It's like separate those out. There, YouTube, there definitely should be a way to do something where at the very least I could go into YouTube and be like, filter out anything under four minutes because I don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. I just want the full length. I want the good stuff. They're making the full length a lot harder to find. Yes. And I guess I it's because they're making less money on the full length. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I suppose that's what it is. DigiGuru says all it takes is a fistful of Adderall and you're going to love the shorts. <laughs> Maybe. Probably true. Uh-huh. Be like, well, I can focus. I can focus and I can absorb all of this stuff. No, it's not. It's it's not that you can focus. It's that you won't be able to focus for a half hour show. You can only watch them in 60 second increments at that point. Now that may be kill the attention yeah. span. Yeah, I mean, that's I think this is the thing that people don't understand about Adderall is, and similar drugs is that um, they say, oh, yeah, it improves my focus. I can focus really well. Yeah, what it does is it shifts you from being able to focus on things that are normal, like hour long episodes, um, but not focus very well, like an average person, you know, like you're, you're going to be distracted over the course of that hour. And Adderall lets you focus on 60 second little clips really well, but try watching an hour long video on Adderall and see how you like it. You're going to be clawing at your scalp. We do not give medical advice. I've never done Adderall. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Dude, you've tried every drug on the face of the earth. Just professionally. No, that's true. Have you tried any new supplements lately? Is the garlic working out? Oh, my back God. The lemon? Yes. We need to go do go through supplement update. I've started doing P5P or 5P5. 5P5? Is this a new thing? p5p it's the latest one i probably add like one a month at least what is yeah, a p5p you need to start doing p5p i need to start doing p5p yeah pyroxyl phosphate explain i mean i don't know i've never heard of p5p yeah i know most people haven't that's why you need to start doing it but now makes it so i mean they make everything mm-hmm. else you like now the brand i mean that's one of my go-tos it's always seemed decent do you know anything about now supplements uh they're all the same they're all the same pretty much you remember i i used to run a supplement company well that's why i'm asking you because you bring actual knowledge about finally there's something you bring actual knowledge (laughs) about (laughs) (laughs) it took a long time we finally tracked down something i actually know a little bit about and it's like gene can you give us the skinny on this you're like they're all the same well i tell you you need to take this stuff because it's good for lipid metabolism it's good for hormone modulation and it's good for gene expression. Oh, I like gene. So, I mean, who doesn't want gene to express? Everybody that's met gene. And it's, it's violent glucogenesis. So I don't understand why you're not taking it. It is a UL dietarily supplement. Uh, mm-hmm. Take one capsule daily with a meal. Yep. Oh, so this is coenzyme B6. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. instead of coenzyme, what that's CoQ10. So is this uh, yeah. is this a relative to CoQ10? Is that no? What no. is then? It's okay. So it's vitamin B6. So it's mainly a vitamin B supplement. Is that what we got here? Well, it's not really. I mean, we categorize a bunch of stuff as part of the B family back in the fifties, and what what we're finding out these days is that 
there's a lot more to that family than we're aware of in terms of where uh, it's utilized. And we also called a bunch of things sub, um, vitamins, which aren't really vitamins. Um, they, you know, that we're, we've got some language to fix, I think, in the supplement front. I feel more energetic and my mood has definitely improved while listening to Unrelenting will do that as well. Yeah. Well, that's true. We are very upbeat, aren't we? Yeah, well, I am. I mean, I don't know about you. <laughs> You're often like, oh, no, my my spaceship crashed and I have to get insurance for it. Oh, now. yeah, the show's over. I'm done buying spaceships for a while. Really? Yeah. No new spaceships. Wow. Well, they, they're not selling them anymore. In the, let's see here, the P5P 90-day supply for under 10 bucks, so it's not expensive. Mm-mm. Yep. Pick it up. And then see if you have a uh, if you have a You'll difference. Be modulating your hormones better immediately in your mood. We're not giving medical advice. Nope. Unlike unlike the Amazon review that is all caps. This works! <laughs> exclamation! Exclamation! Uh huh. What do you mean by though? It works. Yeah. There are a lot of supplements out there. You can go crazy. There are a lot, and that's what happens when anybody can create a supplement. Right. And well, why are, exit strategy? Unrelenting well, supplements. Um, it, it's a yeah. I I only sell my supplements in the uh, Asian market, though. Oh well, that's good. That way, it seems way more legit. <laughs> it's totally legit. Shut up. Yeah, got to be legit. Mm-hmm. Too legit so, to quit. So that's my. Uh, that's a supplement you know, update. Not advice. That's my story time <laughs> adventure for you personally. Just you to learn about a new supplement that i'm taking that you may want to look up yes and if anybody listening decides they'd like to take it that's of their own accord absolutely not we have nothing to do with it will it make me a bigger taylor swift fan is that possible (laughs) probably Mm -hmm. probably i mean i'm still when it comes down to the music a bigger pogues fan but Mm. i mean people don't give me crap about that I listen to all sorts of music. It's it's interesting because I would actually say while I enjoy Pogue's music, um, I think Taylor Swift has much better lyrics. I don't know. Here's the thing: like though, poetically, the- her music is actually better than the Pogues. Now, but but the Pogues, I think, are good at conveying emotion. True, better than she is because all and- her songs are about her last breakup. And with and there's been a lot of them, yeah. With She's the poems, kind of a bit of a hole. A lot of times, you just can't understand the lyrics because that was always Shane. God, <laughs> you got the tone fairly good there for Shane. It's <laughs> the understandability about the same, uh-huh. and that I mean it really it adds to the credence. It adds to the real reality of I the Irish thing. Yeah, I can't completely imitate his voice because your teeth have to grow at 90 degree angles to each other and then lose them because of math uh-huh uh-huh yeah so i mean so, a lot of people were surprised i remember when he turned 50 mm-hmm. which had been 15 years ago the world was like oh my god shane lived to 50 yeah so the fact that he made it to 65 i mean he had a pretty good run and he was somebody That's that was harder honestly, on his body yeah. than most yeah, and I think he ate once a week or something. Probably. 
Yeah, eat a potato a week. It's all you need. Whiskey is all the, the Irish diet. The Irish diet. Meth all, and a potato. Meth, one potato, potato, and all the whiskey you can drink. Did you watch the Irish cartoon that I tagged you with? The Irish cartoon. Yeah, it was done by uh, Seamus, and it was about the Irish riots. No, no, I didn't. No. Oh, my God. You I just, need to catch up. You need to seriously catch up. Yeah, I'm doing too many things at once. Well, maybe consider doing less podcasts. Okay. We'll, we'll drop the one on Wednesday. Drop no, the one that, that has the least money coming in. Nobody listens. Well, that's this one. Because you're oh, like, shit. don't send us any money. <laughs> yeah. Remember, kids, don't send us any money. Two people didn't listen to you today. Oh. Travis Hawes. I think that's the first time we've heard that name here. 565. Hmm. He said, always thought that Mama Got a Squeeze Box was about a nympho who knew Kegels well. That's why Papa never got any sleep. Yeah, you were talking about possibly getting your accordion. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah. Any steps closer to getting that accordion? Yeah, I talked to my dad about thinking about getting an accordion, and he's like, "Son, what's wrong?" He's with you? like, "You know, you're is probably a, too old to learn it." Is this a cry for help? <laughs> well, my dad's 144, so he ought to know what it's like being old. I mean, nobody wants their son to come to them and be like, "Dad." I'm thinking of getting an accordion. Yeah. They're like, whoa, exactly. whoa, whoa, whoa. No son of mine's going to get one of them squeeze boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's, I, and I want to get a button accordion. He's got a key accordion. Um, and I used to have, you know, I mean, I, I played accordion, like traditional key keyboard accordion. Um, when my youth, back when it was popular, back when famous accordion players like, um, Frankie Yankovic. Yankovic. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. really. Is there Hell anybody yeah. more famous than Frankie Yankovic when it comes uh, to probably him? not. Probably not. Certainly not in the Midwest. You know, then there's Weird Al, but he is not related to Frankie. He, well, enough. he is. He didn't think he was, but it turns out that he actually is. Really? Yeah. How I he mean talk about it. The DNA, like one of these twenty three and me things feed it through and it's like no, apparently they come from the same family that came across the boat. Interesting. Yeah, it's just like four generations back and they've got the same accordion the same accordion thing going on yeah i mean one made a little bit more although and back in his day frankie yankovic was pretty big he was he was up to his teeth and ladies let's just say that and we still know we still know who he is today so I well guess we're the only two but maybe, you know we're old we are old yeah every time i we start talking about these types of topics that are very midwestern type i just start thinking back to the old sctv skits with john candy and eugene levy <laughs> and i'm like yeah that's us right now pretty much yeah and then the Schmengi brothers oh yeah they got they got some what's your what's your Schlatz, your blatz beer was that what they had what are they uh blatz yeah blatz yeah blatz um, beer. you know i actually interviewed for a job at is it schlitz or schmaltz or something like that there was a Schlitz beer, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it was Schlitz. It was in Wisconsin. And I interviewed for a uh, CEO position out there, like, years and years ago. Uh, and apparently, I failed the personality test. Ooh! Because they, the uh, CEO really liked me, the, the guy that wanted to replace himself. And... Um, you know, I basically got like 
went through three layers of interviews and uh and then they say oh yeah you just have one more thing and then we just you know have have this personality test for you to fill out i'm like okay cool i like tests <laughs> and until uh, this one i've always liked tests and so i got it and it i don't know if you've taken these i think most of us have at some point in our lives but it's it's a test that combines a lot of different things from spatial awareness to um math to um philosophical situations like the trolley problem everyone's heard of that um to management styles it's a a fairly well-rounded type of test and one of the things that i thought was interesting is you know they they said well probably uh or no they, they said um you know you can have up to an hour to take this if you want and then uh just let us know when you're done and i went literally it took me a whole damn hour because it was i think it was about 30 questions but they were all questions you really had to think about otherwise you get them wrong they were trying to fool you well maybe maybe not was this the one uh, where the questions are like if you see a fellow employee stealing from the cash register would you turn them in no those are easy uh he's like no i would shoot them exactly (laughs) and then turn them in um and then bury them underneath the parking lots where nobody will ever find them like jimmy hoffa Uh, you have to take care of your own problems true yeah so no it was uh it it boy it's been so many years but it had some interesting questions but some of these things like you really have to work out um like what they were trying to get at for the answer and i went through and i finally finished and then it was like now and they this this secretary chick came by back and he's he's like oh so you you know you i was wondering if you were uh, gonna call me up or not because it's like already been an hour i said yeah yeah well you know a lot of a lot of tough questions there that i want to make sure i fill in the best answers for um but i've got it done and she's like what you you answered all the questions <laughs> what and i'm like well yeah and she's like oh well because it i've never had anybody answer all the questions and um apparently well, how, how was anybody finished quicker than an hour then because the questions are meant to not be answerable oh so it's just like a trick <laughs> it's not a trick it's it's to gauge how you handle stress my solution was to answer everything regardless and uh yeah i mean just because a question asks what do you do well kind of like your example of you know if you have to kill an employee in order to for profits to go up i guess some people just don't answer it i don't know what would you do you're like kobayashi maru baby (laughs) yeah exactly well are you not familiar apparently not because i didn't get hired right i was looking forward to running a beer company that would have been a fun experience Gene, we really like you. Your personality is great, but this mm-hmm. test says you're a raving psychopath that we That's should stay literally far what away it said. From. That, that is correct. The, the test apparently said extreme psychopath. So <laughs> they did not hire me. Finally, a I test that was accurate. I don't understand why. 
But they, I mean, like I would have told them if they would have asked, it's not a, you know, I love taking tests. I've taken all the psych profile tests out there. This is not a secret. You're Hell, a, you're you go a to my LinkedIn site and yeah. I literally list uh, my personality profile results on there. Clinical psychopath. Totally legitimate businessman. <laughs> yeah. And, and on LinkedIn, that's a plus. <laughs> but that's what people are looking not for. for. Right. Not for everybody, apparently. Dude, uh, speaking of tests, and this is not me tooting my own corn. I still think it's a funny story, even though it makes me look good. Did you just say tooting your own corn? Corn. Corn. That's a <laughs> CH sound. You mis- misheard it. It's, uh, it's pronounced corn, uh, um, but it's spelled horn. I said, I'm tooting my own corn, (laughs) my own corn. So there was a, there was a, some kind of weird ass consulting job that I was applying for that was supposed to be lucrative. And well, part of their test was like, oh, we're going to have you do an intelligence test. And I'm like, great. I love taking tests. And so, um, they send you to this website that has an app that is like mental stimulation and test app thing, whatever. And what they've got is a bunch of different little puzzles solve. And a lot of the puzzles have timers on it, right? So, so you have limited amount of time to answer correctly. And I think there was five different puzzles on there. So anyway, I did the thing. The results were, you know, what top 95%, something like that, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, send it into this thing and I this is another job I didn't get because apparently I I answered everything because um, uh, well I'm I, it, that story isn't interesting so I'm not going to talk about the job I didn't get but after using this little app I thought well this is actually kind of fun I you know it's you like little mental challenge apps right just something to kind of keep your head going kind of like sudoku for right. some people if people i'm not a big fan of sudoku but yeah, a lot of people either. enjoy that but i, I don't but, mind the little uh the little word games or like yeah. you're looking for the specific right word that's being used that changes something yeah or like one of the things in this game was um we're going to show you two images and you have to identify the number of differences between the two images. Were they and pictures then, of Taylor Swift? Sure. They're pictures of Taylor Swift and there, there might be nothing different or they might be one thing or two things or three or four things different. And in between the two images and you have to identify how many differences there are. Like you've probably seen those tests before. They're yes. fairly common. Yeah. In this app, the difference is, they give you less and less time as you progress through the levels. And, um, and so you get to a point where they flash the two images for half a second. And based on that half a second, you have to identify how many differences there were between them. That's hardcore for people with bad eyes. Well, yeah, it is hardcore for people with good eyes too, because you're, you're supposed to memorize both images and then, compare them in your head because they don't exist in front of your face anymore. Right. And then answer properly. So this, then it had like five different sections like that. One of the sections, uh, was, it was similar. Uh Oh, uh Oh, alarm. Kevin Seifert just came in with $5. Thank you. Hang on. We're good. We're good. It's all good. We're all good. Wait, this isn't the nukes are going, uh, it's like we've got, we've, we've got at least another 10 minutes. 
sorry, this is my um EM alarm. Your sugar level too low? Electromagnetic. Wait, there's a pulse? There's an electromagnetic yeah. pulse? Yeah, it's it actually hit last night, but there's still some apparently things it's affecting. All communications okay. have been All knocked good. out. All good. Well, this one hasn't. Oh, good. Uh, so there's five different little mini games in this app. So I, I got through and I beat four of them. Like I got to the top possible score. And I'm kind of a completionist, right? Little OCD. And uh, so I was doing the last one. And the last one, again, it was one of those things that like flashes your screen. And I could not, for the life of me, beat this thing. And it was just like, I swear to God, I'm doing the right thing in the right amount of time. And it's just not working. So I I thought, well, there's got to be something wrong here. So I took a high-speed camera and then I shot the lens. (laughs) And sure enough, I was pressing the right thing. But the the game was marking it. The app was marking it as incorrect. So I I shot a video of me doing this and sent it to the company that made the app. And I'm like, oh, by the way, I've beat the other four games, but I can't beat this one. And I now figured out because you guys fucked up the development on it. Or is that part of it? And then, um, uh, yeah. And then the aliens come down and scoop me up so I can shoot the TIE fighter. Exactly. (laughs) No. So I sent this in. And their support's like, well, I'm, you know, I'll pass it on. Wink, wink. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. You're full of shit. They're like, why are you bothering And then us? like three days later, I get a reply back saying, hey, um, so yeah, we apparently had a bug and um, <laughs> a glitch. You'll be happy to know that we are in the process of fixing that. So you can try again. And uh, we'd like to send you a T-shirt that says I beat blah, blah, blah. Uh, because, um, no one's ever brought this to our attention before. You are hardcore. You don't want to be on the wrong side of a gun with me. No, no, I do not. Guns are dangerous. Yes. They guns are responsible for killing people. Yeah. I keep waiting. I mean, I've got three, four sitting in the office here. Keep waiting for him to shoot me. I know. Right. Like this it's a matter of time, man. Yeah, it's a matter of time. It'll happen at, when yeah. the guns go AI. Yeah, but my my lesson learned from that is not like, oh, look how smart I am. It, it is, guys, don't assume that the app you're using is correct. Yeah, don't assume anything is correct. Well, don't assume anything in general is a good advice, but in particular, just because somebody made a piece of software, don't assume that what you're getting is the correct response there, because it was a human that wrote that software and humans are stupid oh yeah which now i'm sure it still happens i haven't played the game trivial pursuit in a long time if you're a kid mm. of the 80s you remember God, i haven't played that for ages uh-huh it was fun back in the 80s i mean it yeah because all be the fun. questions were about like the 60s uh-huh <laughs> now it's like yeah, they could try to update it but there were cards that were then proven to be wrong so i mean i'm uh-huh. sure there were games that were uh contested greatly yeah. because the little card said the wrong thing so I just watched a video on Veritasium. Do you ever watch that channel? Veritasium? Veritasium, Veritasium. I have not heard of it, no. Yeah, it's it's the, well, I mean, it's a play on words. It's basically the truth element. But um, it's a dude that's been making science-related videos for a decade or so. Um, and they're usually very good. And he kind of looks into science or math-related things. Kind of like, um, there's another one that's like, I think, Three brown eyes, 
one blue or something like that. There's another math dude that does a lot of the videos that are pretty good. But anyway, this video from Veritasium, um, it had talked about a, an SAT question that the is, was wrong that everybody answered incorrectly. Um, until like a few kids that were taking the test probably back in the late eighties, um, had reported it as a, you don't have a correct answer option. Like this is a bad question. Um, and sure enough, they were able to prove and the SAT had to give that question to everybody that took the test because they had failed to put in as one of the options, the actual correct answer. Yeah. I remember and this. here's the, here's the question that, that everybody always gets wrong. You have two circles. One of these circles has a radius of one. The other circle has a radius of three. These circles are tangential to each other, meaning they're touching each other. How many, or or, uh, let me say this way. Um, If you pick a spot that is currently touching the large circle and that spot is in the smaller circle and you rotate the smaller circle around the large circle, knowing what the radius of each is, how many times does that spot go around if you do a full 360 degree uh, movement around the large circle? So you basically have two bicycle wheels, one's three times bigger than the other one, and you're making the smaller one turn around the bigger one. You do like tests. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> The, the obvious answer that everybody comes up with is, well, it's three because it's, uh, it's a it's one and it's three, three, right? Yeah. Cause you know, you know that the circumference of the circle, uh, is two pi and the circumference of the bigger one would be three times two pi. So six pi. So you can cross out the pies and reduce the denominator and you get three. And if you unwrap the circles, if you take the circumference of each of the two circles, both the, the radius of one and and also the radius of three, then that is the correct answer. You get three of those straightened out circle circumferences of the smaller one to equal exactly the length of the bigger one. But as the problem was stated, where these circles are rotating around each other, that is not the correct answer, even though it's counterintuitive. Um, and I'll, I'll just say the correct answer is actually four. Ooh. And, and I will let people figure out if they're curious at all, which probably nobody is except for me, why the answer is four. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, I'm just having SAT and ACT flashbacks. I know you're, you're like, uh, I want my blanket. I want my blanket. (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Why are we doing math problems on a podcast? What is this? What is going on? It's unrelenting. That's what it is. I did well on, I mean, I always tested well, but I was always really not interested in classes for most things. Yeah, me too, brother. I, I never enjoyed the class i always just enjoyed the test well right because that's the best part well then you're done with it 
Yeah. And I did, I was like in the top five or 10% of both the mm-hmm. ACT and uh, SAT and ACT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, t- you did both? Yeah, unfortunately. Hmm. And uh, it was since a hmm. early age. I mean, I knew this, was, the teachers already knew it was going to be a problem because I was the kid in, you know, first grade, second grade, third grade who. Six foot tall. Well, mm-hmm. right. Of course, it's already six foot tall. <laughs> But I would be the one, you know, if it was, hey, we're we're taking a test today and you've got your 45 minutes to do the test. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I was done in like 12 minutes and then going, now what? Now what? Yeah. It's like none yeah. of this is hard. None of this is difficult. And uh, I mean, that kind of screwed me in the long run, because then by the time you do get to college, I didn't have the really the knowledge, didn't have the you never practice. had to study. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So as the stuff got harder and harder, then it became, you know, harder to to scam your way through although i believe i had at least one class at depaul where Mm -hmm. i showed up on the first day got the syllabus Mm -hmm. showed up for the midterm did the paper showed up for the final so i only showed up for three days and got a b huh because really why would you show up to class why yeah i i I would agree with you you just need to pass uh, the test hey i took russian in college i oh that's hard to believe (laughs) so very hard to believe now i'm just guessing um I mean, how many degrees do you have? Because if you like tests, I mean, then yeah, you you may hold multiple degrees in I different hold zero languages. Degrees. Really? Yeah. Wow. I went to college for nine years. <laughs> well, uh, that's an interesting plan. Uh huh. Yeah, parents love that. <laughs> well, well, if they were paying, really, you know, that would have been for mine. It would have been after the, like year five. Even if they're not paying, believe me, they still love that. It's like, hey, just how's hey. We haven't seen you in a while. How's Jeannie graduated, right? Uh-huh. 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 Sure he did. Yeah. No, I I think in their minds, philosophy broke me. I, well, see, that could be quite Because possible. when I took my first philosophy class as a freshman in college, like my eyes just opened up and my brain said, this is what you need to do. This explains your podcasting now. Does it? DigiGuru also says, if I was on Adderall right now, I would have totally understood your math problem. (laughs) (laughs) That may be the case. Uh I remember taking a philosophy course and it was something like the first paper was, you know, give us, you know, was something on the meaning of life or the meaning of Mm -hmm. something. And I handed in a blank paper and Mm -hmm. the teacher's like, okay, B, don't ever do it again. Mm -hmm. Mm Because it was like, okay, I get it but you can't do this for every paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey, just for one, that's still a get out of paper free. Yeah, no, totally. And there was uh, the rule in uh, in my first philosophy class I took from the professor, he was really good, is that if you can justify it, then I will mark it as correct. And, and this is where you turned into the master debater. <laughs> that's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah and so i was like oh well, shit that's an a plus guarantee for me baby because <laughs> i will justify both sides at the same time if you want me to i can talk with the best of them uh-huh yeah and it was great and and like i think a lot of people thought the grading was really hard because when you did multiple choice uh tests um if you if you didn't answer then you got it wrong if you answered incorrectly, you got two wrong. 
And of course, if you answered correctly, you got one right. But you could end up with a negative score on a test if you answer incorrectly. Yeah, that's not a passing grade then. Well, no, no. And a lot of people did not like that. That like, so I could have 80% of my tests be correct, get 20% wrong, and then get a D. So what you're saying in this class, you were the Asian kid. I was still totally the Asian kid. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. Um, but yeah, sure. Let's go with Asian. Yeah. I was going to make another racist comment, but I'm going to skip it for now. Yeah. Let's go with the Asian. The kids, only sure. one racist comment per uh, quarter on the show. That's uh, per per quarter hour. Yes. Yeah. For 15 minutes. Yeah, we, we don't want to overdo that to the point where people get tired. No, we don't want Apple to drop the podcast. Right. They're like, sure. Oh wait, what are yeah. these guys talking about? Oh no. But can't no, I, that. I don't know. I really enjoy, you know, I took a year of art classes. It was, um, a lot of fun. I did. In fact, I did three semesters of uh, intaglio. Intaglio? Yeah. What is that? Sounds Italian. It, it is. Uh, it is a the uh, original copper plate printing method. One color, or is this like a uh, one color? So you're basically doing a uh, like a sketch and etching. So I would yeah. say, hey, you want to come over and check out my etchings? Hey, you want me to etch you, baby? Yeah. Just come back three months. It's going to be yeah. a long etching. And, and boy, do you really learn the benefits of both having a reproducible medium and you learn just how much of a pain in the ass it is to use a 500 year old method uh, to print things. Well, and that's the interesting thing with the etchings too, is that you get about a few hundred maybe. Mm-hmm. that are good and then it's crap yeah or one right well everyone is doing wear and tear on yeah the plate which is why you uh, see these yeah, to, to some extent i mean it's the the biggest thing is that the because we were using handmade paper as well well of course i mean, why wouldn't you? did i mention i took these classes back in the 1600s i don't know if I yeah i mean <laughs> make your own paper with sir <laughs> yeah. gene people yeah. are signing up left and right it was it was classic. The instructor on the first day said, "You know, some people will tell you that turpentine is not good for you. I have never had any issues with it, and I'm 45 years old." And he looked like he was 80 and he constantly was about 60, twitching. I thought, yeah, <laughs> but man, the chemical we had open vats of acid, we had uh, mineral oil, turpentine, everything just sitting there. That was the best smelling class of all my classes. I I literally took it for three semesters. I mean, there are people out there now, since history really isn't taught, that yeah. if they hear the term mad as a hatter, they don't realize mm-hmm. that it came from the fact that the people that made hats back in the day used chemicals that were so yeah. harsh mm-hmm. that they went insane. Yeah, it's the, 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 the beavers didn't like it too much either. Net Net coming in with 55, 55 Satoshis. That is the first and only booster gram for this show as of yet. Wow. I love That's right. Unshaven. We don't have CSB boosting anymore because he's studying. Yeah, he's off studying. Yeah. He, he totally uh, emptied his wallet for grumpy old Ben. So, yeah, did he? Yeah, although Bemrose has uh, the Sir Gene issue where he doesn't get his half of the Satoshis anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, that's not called a Sir Gene issue. That's called a common denominator issue. And you, you would be the common denominator. Could be. I uh-huh. love Unshaven with Sir Giant Bush and Harry O'Neill. That's a great show, Ned. Harry O'Neill. 
Yeah. I had to empty out a bunch of Satoshis from the get Albi wallet. Cause they're like, Oh, first world problem. I know. I I got a couple of emails from them. Like, um, we have a million Satoshi limit if you want. So it's like, get it out. Wait, they do. Yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe it's new. And they're, they had a thing where you could sign up on a mailing list. If you want to be a part of like get LB plus where for a small Mm -hmm. monthly fee, they'll be, uh, be able to do some other yeah, things well, I've, i'm up to sixty nine thousand satoshis oh wow you are really really getting up there sixty nine thousand. i know right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. they only allow up to a million so you want to keep a very close eye yeah, on i that. better be careful and i didn't never know, know when i might hit a million and i don't even know when Maybe they added it five years from now because i was asking people i'm like how do you what's the easiest way what's the best way to get that onto onto the chain so convert that into actual bitcoin or whatever do you get any streaming sats some yeah not for this show okay okay good because i was gonna say i see zero streaming sats for this show yeah for this one nothing now i do yeah. get them on the all so I nobody think all listens the other shows. to this show using podcasting 2.0 it seems that way or they're not they're not giving funds or you're just you, have you checked are we having zero listener issues um we get the actual boost but we don't get anything streaming so i'm assuming that would be the only issue there because i I get them for the only way we wouldn't get anything streaming is if nobody listens period or if the people that do listen all use apps other than podcasting 2.0 it's all possible a default right now i mean uh, anybody that's listening right now on a podcasting 2.0 app if you can stream a few sats then we'll at least see them or yeah just turn on streaming you could turn it off in like three minutes if you want but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it seems to me like this may be an undiagnosed technical issue that you're just assuming no one gives a shit for well it's possible because Because i I will tell you on my uh i get them on all the other shows well but here's the thing on before i switched to get albi um i wouldn't get the the boost donations coming in on my old uh thing i was using um which i'm still paying for i need to stop paying for it yeah get rid of that yeah it's like 20 bucks a month for nothing but you see the streaming stuff but i would see the streaming stuff very regularly like all the time i would see that you know it's coming in at like 10 sets or yeah but that was surgeon speaks that was interviewing everybody involved with podcasting 2.0 so if they were listening years ago yes yeah Yeah, but still they're the ones that are boosting you they're the ones that are streaming sets no no because you had it set up in this show you were using the address for that node true and i stopped doing sir gene like a year ago and i was getting streaming sats coming in well you should go back to doing sir gene i am doing sir gene there's been three episodes now oh that's restarted. really yeah and the next one's guess when that next one's coming out today wow two episodes in one day well, at last, I did three last week. How do you handle that workload? I did all three episodes in one day. Well, it's easier. It leaves the rest of the week free. Oh, well, that's it. Work one day. I don't understand why you're working like five days a week. You're crazy. You got to be working one day a week and doing the same number of shows. Got too many shows to do. That's the, the problem. You, you should do them all on one day the way I do. Them. It's a Friday extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't mean, seriously, it's like you could literally be working one day a week and getting the exact same number of shows out and getting the exact same donations. There was, uh, no, I don't. And, and by the way, let's face it. Your pre-stream show does not need to be live. 
does because I have to interact and and anger the trolls by no. Seeing- you just need to pretend like you're interacting with the trolls. No one's gonna notice if they're not the one being interacted with. Mm, maybe Booper yeah. of Noses just gave a uh, thousand stats. Just came in. I don't know yeah, if but that doesn't look thousand stats appreciated and everything. But what we need is for people to turn on the little every minute thingy, not the unless you're doing a thousand a minute. I guess that. Which that is possible. I mean, that would be a very well, well, we got to wait for at least like 100 minutes to verify that one. I mean, that's happened but, with uh, other people like wait, Tom Tomsky. 50 stats just came in. So I'm assuming it's all working. Well, if we see duplicates coming in, then we'll know it's working because you never know if these people are just trying to be funny. These people. Like, yeah, I'll do a one time 50 set. Ha ha. Ha ha. These people. Tom Tomsky. Booper of noses. Thank you. Yeah. Tom is the dude that is constantly re. re- uh, posting my shit on Twitter or re yes, yeah. boosting whatever the fuck you call it on yeah. on Mastodon and uh, X. Yeah, on the X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nobody can repost everything that I put on Mastodon. It's literally physically impossible. Too much stuff. Well, if you had a bot, maybe you could do it. Well, uh, but I'm already posting. I don't need to repost. And there's another 50. So, yes, the streaming really? sats are working. Thank you, Tom Tomsky. Okay. I don't see that. I don't know. Wait, you got 50? I got 24. Well, that's 25. I'm looking at the total oh, here total. in okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So you got 24 as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So that we got two of those. Let's just, you know, make sure that we get at least a few more coming in. But um, so that literally, that would indicate that not a single person that listens to Unrelenting on a normal week, not podcasting 2.0 or uses podcasting 2.0 apps. Yeah. May we recommend going over to new or they all have empty wallets. Which or is also possible. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've already I'm emptied them on all the other platforms mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. it's possible. It is possible. I forgot my login into um, get Albie. No, the other one, the, the, oh, the one that you're paying for. That's always no, the best way no, to be. No, the podcast app, the podcast. Oh, well, to listen, to listen, which one are you using? The one with the sets. <laughs> There's a lot with the sets. Is it podverse? Is yeah, it, Podverse. Uh, I forgot Podverse my Podverse. I need to figure out a way to get in there because I know I, I put some money in there. I just I haven't listened to it because I only use. Well, I almost don't want to say it, but I use non-podcasting 2.0 app as my main podcast app. I mean, I don't see you when you listen to uh, Random Thoughts every week. I'm not seeing any streaming sats from Surge. In fact, not only that, you actually comment on your show with Ryan Grumpy about old how oh, Gene doesn't listen to any of this shit. I uh, well, have to on call show, you out in real time on this show, which I thought was funny. I, I mentioned it. Yeah, I, no, I thought that was hilarious because that literally the minute you, you say, I don't listen, I have to text you and say, you fucker. And then I, I knew you didn't listen to the end of the show, though. No, I didn't. No, I had better things to do. Because at the end of the show, I told everybody to buy your ponchos and return them in January. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Let's see. This would get you like I got a test. Let's yeah, they if- do have the extended return <laughs> policy and operation now. Right? Yeah. You have until January 31st to return. Yeah, anything I mean, you actually, want. I don't even care. Yeah. Go buy them, do a return, whatever. I don't get them back. So, right. you know, you might as well keep them. You, you should keep them. They are beautiful. I've got a pack sitting right here. I mean, I may order another. I may throw in a poncho to everybody well, that's I've getting a this, present. I've said this on my other show. I might as well do it on this show. Um, I'm sure Darren will be up for half the cost. Uh, but yeah, anybody that, that does a donation of $50 or greater, uh, I'm happy to send you a three pack of ponchos for free. But why don't we make it 
a hundred bucks and we'll add a mug. So I just made up mugs for the rock and roll pre-show. Yeah, and for you want to do Rage. that? That's cool. Whatever. I just, I think it's hard enough getting people to do 50, but if you want to do a hundred, that's fine. Well, see, but the mug and the poncho together, that could be like, you're getting something back for your, uh, for your time. You're getting something We're back quick for your turning money. into NPR here. Yeah. Kind of. And we just will get for a, a $50 donation, you'll get, you a will tote get bag. this beautiful tote bag. Yeah. The unrelenting tote bag right yes. here. I wonder how much those cost. It's, if we, if it's like a buck, we should do one with artwork by Sir Jean. Yeah. Well, let's face it. Sir Jean's AI. <laughs> well, you were an artist, dude. You don't need the AI to do it. I am an artist and I know how much it actually takes to do real artwork. Dude, yeah. I have paintings that I've done all over the house. It's th- this shit is very time consuming. Well, of course. That's why you're an artist. Why do you think I did photography? Because that was a faster way to do art. The, uh, if you want to buy tote bags from Shutterfly, they are, uh, probably 50 bucks. No, I mean, they're probably shitty tote bags, but they're $5 yeah. and 50 cents a piece. Well, that's not bad. So we can do those for a $50 donation. Yeah. You just put the $5. unrelenting. It's a 12 yeah. by 12 design on the front of the bag. You just put the that's unrelenting logo. Tote bag. Yeah. It is kind of like the free bag you get at the grocery store when you go there. Kind of. It's a 15 by 18, 100% mm-hmm. cotton canvas, spot clean oh, only. Cotton canvas. That's not bad. Yeah. And if you wash it in the dishwasher, in the, dishwasher, in the washing machine, it'll be a six by six tote bag. Yeah. With, with clean though, not the unrelenting yeah, logo. A clean no six by six tote bag for, you know, I guess if you have kids, you could just buy an extra one and wash it. Do people really want tote bags? I mean, that's the question. Nobody wants tote bags, but it is a typical NPR gift at the $50 level. You get an umbrella at a hundred dollar level <laughs> for I, our hundred dollar supporters. I make playing cards for some of the winners over on a planet rage contest. And the playing cards were actually really nice. And I'm like, with that too, do people still play cards? Yeah, definitely do that. Really? You made playing cards? Yeah. And they came out oh. very nice. Really? Uh-huh. Well, what, did they have a picture of Taylor Swift in every single card? Well, so you just print up on the back. I mean, it's not like you're oh. doing the faces of each card. Oh, but you're okay. just doing the back. So with a custom back, you could have the unrelenting logo on the back oh, of all the cards. Okay. So you basically, they're normal cards, but the back is your custom. Correct. You know what I would want to do? I would want to do like a different card on the back. <laughs> well, that's like a magician's trick. Uh, totally could do it? that. <laughs> totally could do that. And that wasn't all uh-huh. that expensive either. So, I mean, it was the mugs weren't bad for the 15 ounce mugs. They mm. were under $10 shipped and they're pretty nice mugs. So really, yeah, that's seems unreasonably cheap. Yeah. From what I recall, these places charging like cafe press. Yeah, this is well, because you're not selling it to the public. This is, they're just, you know, selling them directly to you on Shutterfly. Oh, do they have like minimum orders no. of a thousand? No, I mean, you'll pay for shipping if it's under a thing, but if you have a Costco member, this is where Costco started sending everybody. Once oh. they decided they didn't want to do this, they made a right. deal with them. Shutter. Yeah. So it's 51% off anything plus mm. free shipping. If your order is over like 49 bucks. Bad. No, no. Hmm. Like I said, I bought a few of the mugs. Well, like, you well, this think is about nice. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to actually do that. So if you get any actual, <clears throat> actual donations at a time donation in cash money, not Bitcoin. <laughs> what do you don't like Bitcoin? It's, no, you steal it. You always steal my Bitcoin. So I'm sticking to just regular money. But if somebody sends a donation over $50 to the show, so here's the funny real thing. money, I will be happy to send you a three pack of punches. The funny me. thing is 
anything that comes in via PayPal or the P.O. box, I can steal. Anything that comes in via the Bitcoin, I have no choice but to have it go to you. Yeah. Well, I just don't trust you, so. <laughs> well, then you're going, you're backwards. This test, you have failed this test. Not really, because I would have to see half of that $50 in my PayPal before I ship anything out. Oh, got to get it in the PayPal, baby. You wait, but yeah. they're evil. PayPal could well, shut fine. you down. So I don't care if it's PayPal. It's, like, it's something else. It doesn't really matter. There's 20 different ways to send money. Can you Venmo me, baby? That's owned by PayPal. Oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. Cash in the mail. It's the only way to go. Cash in the mail. Check. <laughs> check works. You know, check in the mail. Just send uh, your checks. Don't send your water. Yeah, we don't want water. No blankets. We do have a P.O. box. Just go to unrelenting.show. Yeah, no, if you send us the cash, we will send you the blankets. We can send. Well, no, they have those, too. And the price on that wasn't bad either. Really? So you could be like sleep with Gene. Get a uh, get a Gene blanket mm-hmm. on. Uh, and people would dig these things. I, want, I was curious to order one You're of those. Highly I highly overestimating yet. people's interest. I know. Well, for the show. anyway. I mean, I don't know otherwise. Mm-hmm. depending what it is but you can get a blanket made up with your own design on it it's 35 bucks so half of that which isn't bad on you know 18 17 18 bucks hmm. for a custom blanket hmm. i mean who wouldn't and what want would that? you want it for i don't know now the hmm. ones that look like the uh the woven ones mm-hmm. those are like 70 bucks so those obviously are way more expensive yeah the other ones are more like i have the the white Sox had a giveaway that i hung on the basement wall oh which, cool you know it, they say it's a blanket but it you know it, it really it's not going to keep you warm because, my geiger counter just showed up uh-oh i mean wait you're let me rephrase now did did one just show up that you ordered or is your yeah. geiger counter all of a sudden like pegging and you're like gotta go <clears throat> no no i uh, my my new geiger counter that i ordered just showed up i mean wait the, was the old one wear out no old one still works <laughs> how many how many geiger counters do you have mr test taker how many do you with have no degree <laughs> you're, you're the only person without a degree that has multiple geiger counters no elon musk also has no degree in multiple geiger counters yeah but he's rich yes he is why and he lives what next door yes he does you got to go find out when the next launch is going to be. Maybe, yeah. Maybe one will actually make it to space. Well, I can't believe they launched on fucking Saturday. They've yeah, never done that before. That totally tricked me up. I was literally ready to go there Monday and nope, they launched on Saturday. They messed with you. They did, but it was a good launch. I mean, I watched it all on, obviously on video and, uh, and how did they describe what happened? It was beautiful. I mean, you know, they had it planned. Uh huh. You know, it's like, well, this was an unexpected, uh, unplanned, unplanned, rapid deconstruction. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean it blew up? Yeah. And, and as soon as I heard from Adam on that, he's like, yep, bounced off the, um, what do you call it? The, the dome. Uh, yeah. What, but he's, he's got a name for it. The, oh, gosh, what does he call it? George Santos it's, expelled. It's, yeah. I thought. First time firmament. It, it's a like, firmament. bounced off the firmament. Yeah. And the world is flat. Uh-huh. Firmament, yes. Blitz came in with that just as you did. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a atomism. We'd like to say you want a free tote bag blitz, but you haven't as of yet. Maybe soon. Yeah. I like the idea of prizes. 
if they're decent like and that? cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, the prize just... shouldn't really cost more than like 20% of the thing you get. Oh, exactly. I mean, you can't be like, hey, give me a $20 donation and I'll send you a $15 mm-hmm. mug with $5 shipping. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm losing money with every poncho. I am losing money with every poncho. Which is why everybody should buy them up. How many more do you have? Do you still have a bunch in your garage with those? Uh, with, I do. With the three crates of shoes that you haven't That's opened? Literally, yeah. I have like eight eight crates of ponchos. And three crates of shoes. Yep. You could just open up a Goodwill. Uh, fuck that. These are expensive <laughs> shoes and ponchos. I was, really, I was hoping you would just stop with those are expensive shoes. Because then we would know everything we need to know. ML DeMarcos. Yeah, about the ponchos. Uh-huh. I mean, do you have a poncho for every pair of shoes? No. I have way more ponchos than that. <laughs> Still buy the damn ponchos. You were supposed to have a new product. That never came to fruition? Um, yeah, it never came to fruition because I realized that I don't want to lose money on every new product. Yeah, selling on Amazon is not for the faint Here, of heart. And here's the short version of it. I'll tell people what happened. So found a product that somebody was selling a similar product on Amazon checked how much my guy in china would be able to get it for you got a guy in china of course you do you and your of course you do anyway so find out that oh we could do 80 percent profit margin on this this is great that is a good profit margin let's do it okay hey we need our custom artwork on there okay there's a charge for that great oh we need to have uh like we can't sell these one piece that doesn't work let's do it like a three pack Okay, so we need packaging. Great. Let's do that. Uh, oh, um, we don't want to wait for six months until they make them. Let's pay for uh, expedited manufacturing. Great. Oh, uh, looks like there's a strike in California for the longshoremen. So if it's on the boat, it'll be like six months before you get them and you can send them to Amazon. Fuck that shit. Airship the bitches to me. So I had like thousand pounds airshipped. And, um, you know, next thing you do is you add up all these costs and then Amazon gives you a fuck you fees for not having things in the format they would prefer them in. Uh, and, uh, basically I'm losing money in every goddamn item because whatever money profit is there. And I, it's certainly not like Amazon's making money. It's just, I'm losing money because Amazon takes their cut out of your cut. And, uh, you know, like, remember, because, oh, there's one more thing that happened. So there was an error on the box, not the printer's fault. It was my partner in this business's fault because he was the one supposed to be proofreading, which he didn't. So there was a couple of words that showed up that shouldn't have been there. So every single box had to be hand touched up. You imagine how many thousands of boxes this involves. Yeah. Before you ship any over to Amazon, you have to do that. Before sending them to Amazon. So that means, guess what? Oh, now I have to pay for shipping to Amazon. Oh, and by the way, since Amazon has free shipping to you as the consumer, you know what that means, right? Yeah. Less money for you. I'm paying for the shipping to you. Yeah. That's the, the way that Amazon Prime works is brilliant. You as the consumer pay money to get free shipping. And Amazon, in turn, sell, tells its retail partners, if you would like to be part of the Prime program, you will be paying shipping for all those outgoing orders. Hey, 
Your business card says you're a totally legitimate businessman. It doesn't say you make a profit. Exactly. And so consequently, uh, what ends up happening is everybody from the airline company, the shipping company, the manufacturer, the, the print company, Amazon, for sure, everybody is making profit except for me. We could be putting our meat in the same freezer.